Welcome to episode 18 of Teach Me Tiger. You like that placement, Mel? Yeah. Do you like that placement, Mel? I like it right there. Do you like it like that? I like it there. Like Where? right there? Right there. there. Right there. How's that? That's good. How's that? that, was, that right was there? Little, yeah, that, that was good. Fun. There. Yeah. Right there. You like it? <laughs> I like it like that. Perfect. Teach Me Tiger Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. You in the back row. Come forward a little bit. Come, come closer. closer. Come closer. Scooch. Just scooch your butt up a little. Just scooch. Scooch it. So what is this scooch podcast it? all about, Sarah? Oh, God. Great question. Uh, it's like, it's one of those great podcasts. It's a, it's a comedy, informational podcast. It's, you know, we, we get our smartest pals to come in and teach us about stuff that we don't know about. Yeah? And then we teach all of you guys out there. We're all learning. Every, every day. day. Every day. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to, to the class of 2018. So. So this episode. Poke, 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 poke. We're buzz, talking buzz. about tattoo. 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 Yeah, we're talking about tattoos. So we both got tattoos. Yeah, we did. Who do you get tattooed by, Sarah? Our dear friend, whose nickname is Patchy Owl, so we're just going to call him that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does the ancient art of hand poke tattoo. Yes. And he tattooed a cute little fishy on my arm. He sure did. Mm-hmm. Right on air. So keep listening. You can hear the needle entering flesh. Poke. 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 How about you, Melody? Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> uh, I got poked by Sarah Wright. Yay! Yeah. That's me for that's all my, those new. My best neighbor pal. What yeah, did you, Sarah what did you gave get me poked? a cutie little heart with an arrow through it because mm-hmm. we're so deeply, madly in love. Truly, madly, deeply. Mm-hmm. I want to stand with you on a mountain. Huh? Yeah. Cool. I love that song. Truly, madly, deeply. So, <laughs> yeah. And Sarah also poked herself. Yeah. Yeah. People thought it was, a, it's called masturbating. <laughs> Poker, I hardly know her. Oh. I was supposed to get a tattoo by Falcon at Tattoo Machine, but it didn't work out. But I'll do it soon, and we're going to put it up on Patreon. Yeah, you can watch Melody get the top of her foot tattooed, which, according to Falcon, is the most painful place for a tattoo. So it's going to be the most fun for you to watch on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we're going to talk to Falcon later in the episode. And speaking of Patreon, on the last episode, we announced that we're on Patreon, but we didn't really know what the perks were going to be. So I just wanted to let people know. Uh-huh. What we're gonna do? Perks, perks, perky, perky, perk. Yes, percolate, mm. Mm. confiscate. 
Congratulate. Oh, yeah. Masturbate. Masturbate. Appreciate. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I'll rap on Patreon. Yeah, Sarah's going to rap all day long. So on Patreon. Oh. So you may have noticed in the last episode... Also in the ghost episode, which you should listen to for Halloween. By the way, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back to episode whatever it was, the ghost episode, and have a what listen. It's a great called, spooky idea. It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. But anyway, you may have noticed that we had a lot of content for those episodes, so much that we had to make them two-parters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And guess what? Every episode, we kind of have enough content to do that because we really like chatting with interesting people. So... Guess what? We're going to make all the episodes a much more consistent length that we release publicly. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. all kinds of bonus content will Boner go content. on Patreon. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep the episodes to like an hour, an hour, 20 minutes tops kind of thing. And then all the rest of the good stuff will go on Patreon. Yeah. And, and you can so get at it for like two bucks a month. Two or bucks, three a, bucks month. a month. Two or three bucks a month. You can... See all of the bonus content. You can see vid- live videos of us doing the thing we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You can't tell because you can't see us. What are we wearing? Nothing. Or everything. <laughs> Sign up to Patreon and you'll find out. Yes. And to hear stuff that even I find too crude to put on the radio. You know you want to hear that shit, man. <laughs> oh, my God. What God. rabbit hole do what we go down? Be? What could Holy it be? Holy crap. I mean, oh. Sarah's pretty crude. Pretty, pretty fucking crude. Pretty fucking crude. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. So yeah, sign up to Patreon. Help us out because we need, Melody needs a new computer because hers is broken. And <laughs> it's really hard to make a podcast with a computer that shuts down. That's, that's true. So come on, guys. Two bucks a month. Help. Help us. We're poor. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Mel. Should we real quick do an icebreaker, you and me? Yes, yeah, so do we it. Do them with our pals. Yeah. This episode. Roll up your sleeves, pull up your socks, reach on into Melody's box. Icebreakers. This is going to get pervy. If you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose and why? Oh, God. If I could hang out with any cartoon character, let me think back to cartoons. Well, does it have to be pervy? Could it just be like a no, super wild totally. and fun guy? Yeah. I totally want to hang out with Michelangelo. Cool. He oh loves God, pizza. Fun. He's a good fighter. He's just a nice guy. He's really funny. He's a mutant. He's a teenage. Aged, a teenaged. Yeah. He's... Mutant turtle that's a ninja. Yeah. He's teenaged. I I basically hang out with the beast every day. Yeah. I was in love with the Beast ever yeah. since X-Men ever because he's big. He's huge. He's like he's not super tall, but he's really broad. He's super hairy and strong, but he's really yeah. gentle and wicked smart and wears glasses. Oh, yeah. It's my husband. Right? But, so you'd pick your husband basically well, no. your cartoon husband. Basically, well, and then I was in love with Simba. Yeah. He was hot. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What about, like, you know who I want to hang out with? I take back Michelangelo. I want to hang out with the genie from Aladdin. Oh, my God. Me, That's too. That's who I want to hang Let's out do with. It. Fuck Michelangelo. Fuck that guy. I mean, maybe. He's kind of hot. That's why I picked him, right? <laughs> Let me see your mutant. 
peener. Okay, we love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> So today we have our buddy Patchy Owl with us. He's a stick and poke tattoo artist. Hand poke. What do you like to call it? Uh, I like hand poked. Hand poke. Mm-hmm. Sounds more um, artisanal. Yeah, <laughs> he's an artisanal tattooist. <laughs> so sounds more handmade for sure. Handmade DIY. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but don't DIY. DIY Patchy. <laughs> <laughs> do it Patchy style. Just do what you need to do. So Pat's here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about hand poke tattoo, and he's going to hand poke me on Ooh. my hand, maybe. Ooh. So Pat, Patchy, Pat, how long hey. have you been poking for? Six years now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Time flies. Time flies when you're poking people's flesh. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so like, do you have a, uh, an estimate on how many tattoos you've done? Multiple. Oh. <laughs> Concise. That's yeah. really specific. I really have no idea. That's like a... <laughs> a couple. That's a good question. Um, I go through phases, I find, of like sometimes just doing them like, like you know, two, three a day. Wow. And then for like two, three weeks and then not doing any for like two months. Right. Um, which is nice because it helps, keeps it kind of special. I'm not yeah. always like doing it. And, right. uh, and sometimes doing them just for like the pure joy of doing them not because yeah. someone's asking and like sharing a nice mm-hmm. moment with like a, a friend or making a new connection yeah it's always super nice if I haven't done it in like two months you know? yeah yeah nice <laughs> you're a nice guy you're a nice guy <laughs> i try thanks for coming here and being yeah. a nice guy yeah for sure thanks for having me it's so nice <laughs> we did it you nailed it we got avocados and duck and tea yeah that duck's oh, from nice. my farm that's just a farm of like five ducks oh, yeah. like four now <laughs> four, four ducks yeah. four lonely ducks no i have so many ducks and we have to slaughter them this weekend oh that's what i'm doing this weekend are you i hate slaughtering ducks yeah you yeah hand. yeah yeah do you want to come slaughter ducks possibly yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow this is working out quite well all right yeah. you heard it here first yeah. <laughs> good news and the avocados local also? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're from my um, garden. Farm. My avocado farm. <laughs> just down the road. Just, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for global warming. I can oh, yeah. finally grow yeah. avocados. In October. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what came first for you. Because the you're or the egg. Oh, I can't answer. Sorry. Because <laughs> you're covered in tattoos. So did you start out with the tattoos and then you got interested in doing them? Or did you start tattooing and then cover yourself in tattoos? Well. I mean, yeah. you're not covered. Yeah, yeah. I can still and see your I like face. To, yeah, totally. I like his to face that is I'm actually not... tattooed onto his face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's actually a yeah. full face tattoo. So you can't actually tell what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are closed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. Oh, God. No, well, I, I like to think I'm not covered not I covered have, but you have a no, lot more yeah, no, for sure yeah probably yes yeah probably well i never thought i would ever have a tattoo or a piercing really yeah it was just not something i was into when i was younger like didn't care much for mm-hmm. maybe because of like the aesthetic of them i saw in other people right uh, and like being used to being in like more western culture seeing like big beautiful old like colors and huge sleeves mm-hmm. just wasn't my style mm-hmm. um but i guess maybe with like stick and poke it's 
more like lines and symbols mm-hmm. instead of like big thick uh, drawings, which are like absolutely like amazing and so like such an art to see. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it wasn't for me. And um, so yeah, I guess at some point I just had like a whole whack of buddies out east, uh, out in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, who who all like hand poked on each other and like on themselves and for fun. And one day I decided to give it a whirl on myself, and it didn't go so great. Uh, which one is it? Can we see? It's on my my, oh, we can't my see thigh it. here. Okay. What does what does it look like? It's uh it's an arrow, the half crescent moon. Cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> very telling of our new agey times. Yeah. Um, I guess I just had these like grand like illusions that first time would be so nice, and I'd have like this perfectly symmetrical, even right. nice crisp <laughs> tattoo. And then when that didn't end up transpiring, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> and uh, but then I guess just like kept kept going, and I was just like, hey, like anyone else want a tattoo? Yeah. And uh, and people were like into it and like, oh yeah, you've done some. I'm like, oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> I've yeah, done I've, done, I've done tons. <laughs> and then so my first one was like pretty nerve wracking, but then I just took my time and when it's done, I was like, well, if you follow the lines. It's not so bad. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I guess through that, like through having friends that like that tattooed and like I, like my first tattoo was at a shop, mm-hmm. and that was the only one I've gotten at a shop. All apart from that, all like friends or just like different encounters or artists. Who it's like share a scrapbook that. of your travels. Totally. And- yeah, and it's exactly that. It's like your travels, like physically through the world. It's mm-hmm. also your travels, like emotionally or spiritually or that, however you you view it. And uh, so for me, like, like receiving that is always a blessing and a bit of a, like a, a ceremony or time to like connect with myself, connect with someone else. Cool. So nice. I guess uh, what came first? That's a good question. Yeah. Hanging out with people in like a specific sort of lifestyle. And like, so you started tattooing around the time that you were exploring getting tattoos yourself though like it was yeah all pretty much probably like i got like my first one when i was 19 i think uh in vancouver i'm like a first trip to bc and after that i had like friends who tattooed and then i like you know i was like wow we can do this in your kitchen yeah yeah let's totally. do this i never thought i'd want that but yeah i think that's what happened actually my like my like a friend of mine after i got one tattoo she's like hey i'm learning how to tattoo do you want one i was like Meh. i like never actually uh, much beyond the one I wanted and yeah. That's, yeah. I'm pretty satisfied with that and then I like I'm like oh I guess I could come up with something <laughs> and then uh, I remember like showing my mom after like, look mom look I got this in my bedroom she's like what I like, <laughs> oh my cool. god get a tetanus shot <laughs> yeah and I was like no, no it's all good it was all safe yeah we had tattooing needles and like gloves and nah, nah. yeah and uh, and then like we've come a long ways since then with my mom and I've actually like tattooed her last fall oh which is like a really special moment. That's wow. Yeah. So Congratulations. That's really cool. Thanks. What'd she get? <laughs> she got an echinacea flower. Oh, so like oh nice. Celebrate healing and just like health. Yeah. And, yeah and beauty and. Beauty and just. Echinacea. Yeah. Flowers. Mm. <laughs> just Good celebrating stuff. flowers. Just celebrating life. Fuck, yeah. man. Celebrate Fuck, yeah. flowers. Yes. And mom. Yeah. And mums. And mums. And being a mother and how amazing that is. Yeah. I'm currently breastfeeding a child, and I'm about to get tattooed while breastfeeding a child. Doing it all, and talking, and eating duck, and munching on avocado. Yeah. Wow. Multi, yeah. multi-talented. Mm. Go, go, gadget. Yeah, I'm just trying Heart. to focus on my tea here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've covered this a little bit, but what do you love the most about tattooing? Or I think maybe you've covered it a bit. Ooh, like giving 
tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like, why tattoo? Why do you do it? Good question. We're asking all the deep questions yeah, here on good. Teach Off Me the Tiger. Get go. Yeah, it's yeah. too early for this. Uh, my favorite thing about tattooing is you get to share such an intense, not all the time, but like with certain people, you get to share like really interesting moments either because mm-hmm. you're connecting, you know, for at least like 45 minutes to like a few hours with someone that maybe you know or maybe you don't know at all or someone that you're getting to know in such a different light. Right. And well, I feel like being in a intimate setting with someone one-on-one where you they are trusting you with their skin uh, and with their story behind that is is pretty special to me and i like feel like i've heard so many different interesting different reasons to get tattooed different thoughts different life paths i've like learned so much from people that mm-hmm. i've like shared that different time perspectives with. different perspectives and sometimes being challenged in like a mm-hmm. really interesting way i was like oh, i never thought i would like considered it from an angle yeah or, or like maybe they necessarily like, encountered this person or like had a two-hour talk with them you know mm-hmm. so i probably just see them on the street say say hey and that'd be pretty much the extent of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but then being able to have that opportunity like open up this window on on different types of people is quite amazing for me and yeah there's like the visual aspect of it of like what people are into getting tattooed how they see it it's like a representation of how they see the world or how they see their body through the world how they want to reclaim it mm-hmm. um it's oh, like cool. a, a I really like interesting put a pin in that mm-hmm. tattoo as reclamation of totally. your body wow because like i once i tattooed someone and it was her her first tattoo and she was like oh i've always been afraid of getting tattooed because i thought it would it would sort of pigeonhole me into this one identity like if i had this as a tattoo people would see me as that and then she's like, but after I got tattooed, I realized that I was just reclaiming my my own identity and like mm-hmm. actually just asserting myself onto the world and into myself and realizing that that isn't permanent and that can, can change and adapt. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a tattoo is like a symbol of that. And so... Like taking ownership of your own body, taking mm-hmm. it back because yeah. it is yours and you do own it. And that's mm-hmm. like the only thing you really, really own. Totally. And at the same time, you don't because you're organic matter. And yeah, then you're, right. you can, like, you can you borrow eventually. it, I guess. You, yeah, it's like so, a brief, intense But you are living borrowing. in it for the time you're alive. And it's, <laughs> it's nice to be able to like, feel good about it, feel good in it, and like, celebrate it in that yeah. way. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Just renting. Nice. Just, just renting. Yeah. So, or just renting everything. Just a lease. Food, bodies. Yeah. yeah. It's true. What do you actually own? Nothing. Yeah. Your soul? <laughs> but you share that around, I guess. Yeah. What is your soul? Oh my God. <laughs> <Who are> we? <laughs> it's existential. I, this is getting too, too existential. much. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this question. Uh-huh. And I think, I feel like the answer is going to be a bit of a challenge for you. Totally. Uh, to answer, <laughs> but I think that excited. you should answer it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so the question is what is the worst tattoo you've ever been asked to do? Hmm. And why? Why was it the worst? Ooh. Too many stories come to mind. Oh my god, share a couple. <laughs> um, I guess like first off, like th- I've been asked to do some some kind of silly tattoos, uh, in terms of images, of yeah, things that maybe I feh- feel like don't really represent me. Bart uh, Simpson. No, 
No, no. <laughs> Try to guess. But like, it's not that far <laughs> off. I guess like uh, my first like actual like week tattooing, I probably tattooed like it's like tattoo number six or something. Yeah. And this guy wanted a um a stick man on his chest pushing a lawnmower so I've that it would that. look like he was yeah. shaving his chest. And uh, in the beginning, I was like keen on anything, tattooing anything. I'm like, right. perfect. It'll be a great time to practice my straight lines right. and my perfect circles. <laughs> see it like that. But then I was like, but please don't tag me on Facebook. <laughs> don't tell anyone that I did this. So there's like a few like that in the beginning that like my mind has probably like tried to block out. Yeah. But they're also like, I'm kind of, stupid. Yeah. Or like kind of fun or like lettering or like Catan pieces or like. What's a like, Catan? It's like um, uh, a board game. Like, oh, so a, yeah, a, a okay. Catan, you know? yeah, oh, okay. And, I just thought yeah. it couldn't possibly. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's cool because like, it's sweet too, too to see like what people are into. Right. And uh, and what I'm into is not necessarily what, like, you know, floats my boat, but that's that's fine. But then it's like as an artist, like, what do you want your, like, name or, like, style to be associated with? And, right. and I, I feel like after a few years now, like, you know, you probably, like, don't associate pieces of Catan or like stickmen with my with your work like, with no. what I do but um and that's totally fine you know it's kind of funny you gotta start somewhere but then it's like oh where's where's the line of like eh no like uh, yeah like no turning a this, tattoo away yeah say no this pizza slice or this like silly quote because I just don't <laughs> just don't I can't and also if you're not connecting with like what you're doing you're just right. being a photocopy and you're not actually putting any of yourself into that so um okay okay what's our next question also wait <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yes. Can I ask you? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this beautiful drawing of a fish that Pat's going to tattoo onto me. He makes these beautiful fish, but I'm going to ask him something about it. Ask me. I'm cool. I'm fond of rounded edges. Okay. Is there a way you could make these points rounded? No, no, not at all. Okay. It's done oh, like that. Oh, I like, well. I, yeah. yeah. I just don't. Sorry. You don't, you don't like no. <laughs> then Gosh, fuck so you guys. This is like the worst part you're doing. People want things. Specifically, I hate it. Hate it so much. <laughs> like People, more. you get sassed at, if you go to tattoo shops. They'll sass you? you about stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You oh, the like, artist. Which, yeah, yeah. which right. is unfortunate because it's baloney. It's on your your body, and you want to be like feel comfortable about it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like it's great that you know the artist can bring like a, a part of themselves mm-hmm. into that process because I think that's like super special. But at the same time, it's on your body. And yeah. you want to feel good about it. You don't want to feel like you're like, oh, I'm wearing this on me because of you, your pressured. preferences. Like right. they're most, you know, they're probably not going to see it often, as often mm-hmm. as you are. Right. And so like <laughs> feel good about it. Yeah. Unless your tattoo artist Take is your, your partner. Right. Yeah. Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Hmm? You want to start? Start what? Yeah, let's okay. start. Yeah. Poke it. Mm-hmm. Poke it in. You can keep asking me stuff. Okay, here we go. So, Sarah, yeah. can you describe the sensation you're feeling right now? Yeah. Um, it feels like a needle poking into your skin. Um, it's not like, I wouldn't call it an unpleasant sensation. I would call it a very, um, oh, what's that word when things are like local? It's very, it's a very localized sensation. There is pain, of course, but it's also very warm. 
And it's very predictable and mm-hmm. repetitive, which I find to be very comforting. Do you find that you're doing anything to cope with the pain? No. Or you're just sitting I'm, through it? Um, you seem to be carrying on a conversation quite well. I like to lean into the pain. I like to really, like if we weren't doing a podcast right now, I'd probably be have times where I'm very quiet right. to really actively feel it. If I'm going to feel pain, I like to... Um, like a pain like this, a safe pain. Yeah. That's the difference. This is a very safe pain. Um, and Pat's lovely and, mm-hmm. and I feel very comfortable and safe. So, so <laughs> I'm freaking out. Can you tell us how it differs maybe from a machine tattoo? I'm very sensitive to sound and I do find that the, the tattoo machine can be um, alarming. The sound right. is what I find stressful. Um and this is quite quiet. Yeah. Uh, and just the predictability, like, you know, different parts of your skin feel different, They're right. more sensitive or the, you know, it's more of a pain receptor as opposed to just like a sensation. Um, and with the hand poke, you have time to know like, okay, now it's moving. The pain is slowly or the sensation is slowly shifting and your brain and your body have time to kind of get used to it. Whereas with a gun, it moves so quickly that it's like, oh, this feels fine. Oh, my God, that fucking hurts. Oh, now it feels like this. Like, you mm-hmm. don't, it's not as predictable. Mm-hmm. And it's not as vibrating. Right. <laughs> Guns are so vibrating. Like, you go over a bone and you're like, whoa. I had a gun do a tattoo behind my ear on my yeah. skull. Oh, man. And my eyeball was like, it was nuts. It's vibrating. Like, it was vibrating my eyeballs, which also wasn't necessarily unpleasant but it was fucking weird that sounds really weird yeah huh yeah i can't, can't imagine that being much fun <laughs> i only have the one tattoo other than the one sarah gave me the other mm-hmm. day and i did it when i was 18 so like i really don't remember yeah. <laughs> i remember it feeling like uh bee stings that's what mm-hmm. i remember comparing it to do you remember the experience like who like who did it and how <laughs> fuck how what was, was his name uh was he a fucking pervert? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was totally hitting on my yeah. 16-year-old friend. Benny. His name is Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benny's Tattoos in Salem, New Hampshire. <laughs> in Salem. Cool. So at the time, tattooing was illegal in Massachusetts. I don't know oh. if it still is, but so there is this like haven at in Salem, New Hampshire, which is just across state lines of tattoo shops this whole town that was all tattoo shops (laughs) and so we went to the first place we didn't have to wait at (laughs) yeah yeah that's how you. (laughs) the first person who would do it right away yeah he did a pretty bad job but i don't know that i'll fix it i think i might add like to it to make it cooler but i think i should leave the crappy tattoo just to remind myself of that time i was 18 yeah that's the thing let benny tattoo me for Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ever. What'd you get? What'd you get? It's like a Nepalese, I don't know. It's like something from a bag someone got in Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like akin to a, a Celtic cross. Yeah. Right. But Nepalese Celtic yeah. cross. Anyway. Yeah, my first tattoo <laughs> was a, like a symbol from the nice. wall. I was like, uh, mm, yeah. I'll get that. Perfect. What was it? It's this weird little symbol that kind of looks like a wilty fleur de lis. Okay. It's on my kind of hip butt, butt area, butt. upper butt. And why did, like, both of you, why did you choose those spots as first? 
thoughts? Uh, I wanted to hide my tattoo from Me too. my mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seems to be there. Yeah. yeah. And, the uh, but even now, like, I like the idea of tattoos being in places where I can choose to show it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I like... I still think that tramp stamps, I think that's a good place for a tattoo. I think it looks really sexy on a lady. That's why they call it a tramp stamp. And I stamped it. I'm glad that I got stamped in the tramp spot. <laughs> no regrets. No, no I like regrets. tramp stamps. No fear. I should no stop regrets. saying that. Slut shaming. Tramp stamp. Whatever. No, ain't nothing wrong with being a tramp. Reappropriate it. Reappropriate yeah. it. Yeah. Reclaim. Like that. We're all tramps. Fuck you, bitches. Mm. <laughs> Wait, are we reappropriating bitches too? Yeah. yeah. Good. Perfect. <laughs> Declared. And yes. Um, um, I got my back, my upper tramp stamp, my uh-huh. between the shoulder blades tramp stamp when I was 17. And the guy who did it, he had me sit forward on this funny chair, like an office chair. Yeah. And he sat behind me on the same chair with his heart on and rubbed his dick into my ass while he tattooed me. Gross. And kept telling me how he loved it, loved tattooing white girls because they blush. It was horrible. And I felt really trapped because, well, I was physically trapped. Yeah. But also because he was fucking tattooing me. Yeah. It was like mid tattoo. I'm like, now what? I don't want to leave. That's, That's wild. Horrible. Like, I was awful. Well, that is so unfortunate to hear. It's the river. It's the opposite of this experience yeah. right now. <laughs> it's just so messed up because people who have that level of, like, power and control mm-hmm. and they're using to, like, choosing to exercise it that way is absolutely horrendous. All right. Cool trick. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept putting new gloves on you yesterday yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I was like, it is a cool trick. <gasps> That's a hack. The best, just so Shoot. people know, uh, Pat was blowing into his glove to make the fingers go right side out, which I've never in my life done. It's the smartest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get out much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> the second smartest thing is turning that shit into a balloon. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah and then turning it into a chicken. Yeah. Third or making smartest. it give the middle finger. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> my kids always do that when we go to the doctors. They're like, can we have the gloves? And then always someone's goes like, yeah. <laughs> crazy kids. <laughs> They're so wild and crazy. Hey, so Sarah, I had also on my little list of notes to ask you about what it feels like. How does it compare to childbirth? Which cakewalk. is worse? Fucking cakewalk. Um but the beginning of childbirth, when you're having contractions, but they're not, like, really scary yet, but you still need to, like, focus. Yeah. Um, it's similar in its pleasantness. Mm. Remember at my birth when we had, like, so much funny times? Funny and times. I'd be, like, we were joking and having a great time, and, like, mm-hmm. I was super high on endorphins and being what yeah. I thought at the time was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. some pretty funny jokes. Remember the joke I made where I felt like I was the baby on the front of the Nirvana cover? Floating, I was, like, floating in a birth pool with my butt in the air. And I had just been, like, puking out of the side oh of it because God. I was in transition. And that happens. And uh, and then in between, like, vomiting. They're like, oh, my God, are you okay? Or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like the baby in Nirvana. <laughs> Never mind. It's me. 
laugh. <laughs> Never <smoke>. mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to call Melody and Aaron over, I sent them a text at like 11 at night or whatever that said, do you guys want a party? <laughs> 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 you said yes. Of course I did. Yeah. So, Patchy, yes. I wanted to ask, do you have any, like, what's your favorite music to listen to right now while you're tattooing? While I'm tattooing or just lately? Uh, either or. Or both. How well, about both? Okay. Well, lately, I don't know, do you want the, like, the long answer? <laughs> I'll give you yeah, an answer. Why not? Okay. So, autumn for me is uh, my favorite, most absolute time of the year um, for many, many reasons. Like, I love the leaves. I love the smell of the leaves. I like how the sun shines and how it reflects on things. Different angle. And brings out the the colors. And it's like things start to just slowly die off. And there's something so stark and beautiful and, like, still about it. And that makes me really just somehow really deeply happy. Probably because it reminds me of childhood memories. Um, anyways, and so listening to like my music always, always changes in the fall, uh, from like the summer, like craziness and like a lot of more like upbeat stuff. And I usually always listen to folk in, in the autumn or things that my parents used to listen to when I was growing up, super nostalgic. But recently I've been listening to a lot of like more soul and like kind of funk music or like very super soul, soul stuff. And it's really nice to like to to drive or just have around or like while I'm cooking in the house. And um, and one artist that I started listening to is Michael Kiwanuka, and he has one album. I think it's like fairly contemporary, but it sounds like it's the seventies. Um, yeah. How do you spell that? Is that with a K? Yeah, it's K I W Q A N U K A Kiwanuka. Michael Kiwanuka. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song? Yeah, uh, Tell Me a Tale. Nice. Um, the album Home Again. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We'll play it. Yes. Yeah, we'll play it on the pod. What's your favorite? Usually, what's your favorite kind of music to listen to while tattooing? Mm, that's interesting because it depends sometimes i'll like um i'll ask the person who uh who's getting tattooed what they are into and sometimes they want a specific mood or like a like set mm-hmm. um so then i get to discover new music or sometimes i really enjoy just like um something that's very in the background that i don't need to like focus on so mm-hmm. like something with no no lyrics or that I don't know the words to. Um, there's one band actually called uh, Dirtwire. They have really cool sounds and they even have one album called Ondar that's um, they did with a they paired up with a Mongolian throat singer. Oh, and cool. so it's like just all these yeah, really cool voices and, and like sounds um just like yeah mixed up with like really really funky music groovy music and there's like no no words but yeah it's easy to get lost in yeah Uh that's probably Dirt Wire and then Michael Kiwanuka nice yeah 
So what, is there anything that um, you know now about your craft mm-hmm. that you wish that you knew when you started? Um, or is it all just like practice and whatever? Oh, I think, uh, oh yeah, practice is a huge part of it, yeah. but I can't like, like stress enough how like important scent, like being clean is that mm-hmm. I like, I was always like very aware of, but just for like for anyone like hearing about like tattooing and like wanting to try it out, like be super clean, like always invest in new things, please. Um, Don't so reuse your needles. Never reuse If you use something, throw it out. And if you're unsure if like the package seems like kind of like not perfectly sealed on the needle, throw it out. Just don't mess with it. But I think uh, like a big thing as far as like technical things is like um, plate, placement and positioning and not being afraid to like ask someone to move their body or like be in an uncomfortable position. Right. Um, because if you don't get them into like a position that's good for you, well, it's going to reflect in like the way you're, you're poking. So that's like a, definitely a, a big thing. Um, experimentation. I guess I never had like a, any like formal training apart from uh, friends or tips or just like just straight up practice. And so, it's did you like, mostly practice on yourself at the beginning? No, I just did one on myself, and then then that was pretty much it. I've only done like another little one on on myself. What did I, you hear? Wild. Yeah. Did you hear tattoo poultry? Because you hear about people practicing on like chicken. Or whatever. Uh, is that a real thing? Yeah. That's like, a real I don't thing. Know, on pig skin. skin. Yeah. Or uh, like people. It's so similar to human yeah. flesh. Or grapefruit or oranges yeah. or like something that I've never ventured. Or bananas. Down that way or bananas. Or I'd love like to tattoo some. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. <laughs> it's beautiful. You done got fished. So I want to ask you before I forget, where can people see your work? Oh, yeah. Uh, Instagram is probably the absolute best and only spot, pretty much. <laughs> and what's your Instagram? Do you know it? It's, uh, it's your handle. Patchy underscore owl. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat, I wanted to ask you about your name, your totally. nom de plume, your mm-hmm. nom de pin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yo. Why Patchy Owl? How did that come about? Did someone name you? When I lived in Nova Scotia a few years ago, I had roommates that always called me Patchy. And for some reason, it just stuck. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know, Pat's cool. Patrick's all right. But like, it's kind of fun to have this other name. And then everyone just knew me as Patchy. And then I changed my name on Facebook. And when you're meeting new people, especially through tattoos, like people would just be like Patchy. And then it'd be like, be like Patrick, who's that? I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I'm Patrick. I thought you were Patchy. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. my mom didn't name me Patchy. Yeah, and there's like a whole bunch of like fun variants on that, like you know, patches or patch, and yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just pretty funny. Cool. Yeah. It it works for your like traveler vagabond lifestyle too. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, like yeah. A, a quilt full a of patches patchwork. of different exactly. places and different yeah. experiences. It's just oh. so you know. Oh, you're so creative. Oh, so no. tell crazy. me about it. If someone wants to hire you for your services, mm-hmm. would Instagram be the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, just Instagram. like DM you. Yeah, totally. Cool. DM. I'm still, still like, oh, I used to hate on Instagram so much. I'm like, 
people just like share what they've eaten and yeah. just just pictures and liking and selfies and so silly. And then someone's like, "You should, you know, have like a do it for business for tattoos." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, just tattoos, strictly that." And I put a picture of like, "This is the tattoo," and on this person, that's it, you know. And then it's like, "I've I'm been like, on your Instagram." <laughs> some selfies on and there for sure. It has definitely evolved yeah. beyond that. And it became like a bit of like a, you know. It's like, like a scrapbook. Yeah, it's like a diary and yeah. like a lot of like, you know, rewilding stuff and plants. And then after I'm like, well, you know, put a picture up of yourself doing something cool and people like it. You may, you know, you feel good about it. I'll yeah. More, you know, and I'm like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> totally. What's wrong yeah. with so feeling good? <laughs> yeah. And then you get to connect with other cool folks. You're doing cool stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so it's like, it's, it's sweet because I guess you can like sort of like have it to be like whatever you want follow whatever you want and so then you can like shape it to not being too much of a waste mm-hmm. of time and yeah. it can be really fun this is our friend falcon tattoo artist extraordinaire he did my favorite tattoo on me. It's true. Yeah. And Falcon's been tattooing for how long have you been tattooing for? Oh, six and a half or uh, about seven years. Can you tell us your origin story, Falcon? Um, so I started tattooing more as a hobby just for friends and family a long time ago. Uh, this was when I was working in film full time. And I moved to Japan I was there for four years, and that's where I started taking it a little more seriously, and I studied tattooing there at a a no-name shop for about three years and came back here. When I got back to Canada, my original plan was to get back into film full-time and work in tattooing part-time, but when I went back to the studio, they had informed me that because they unionized, I wasn't able to work in film right away, so I had to wait a year. Right. And... I didn't think I was going to get a good job tattooing right off the bat, so I was running around everywhere, applying at so many different places, McDonald's, everything. Um, Staples, right? Yeah. Yeah, the first place to offer me a job was Staples Business Depot in Carleton Place. So I was like, yay, I guess I'm moving to Carleton Place. And uh, the night before, I was supposed to meet the landlord about an apartment here. This classic tattoo artist, do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. I got two bottles of wine drunk, and thought I had this brilliant tattoo idea. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Uh, <laughs> wake up in the morning. No, no, it, it wasn't a good idea. Which one, which one was it? It's the compass on the arm here. It's not bad. It's I, not a terrible tattoo. Yeah, well, some people like it. But um, when I came down to Carlton Place to meet the landlord here, I couldn't find the entrance to the building. It's kind of off to the side. But across the street here was this building here, the tattoo studio, that was originally owned by Selena Cresswell. And I saw her having a smoke, so I thought, you know, I'll ask her. Maybe she knows how to get into the building. She looks at me and says in her friendly Selena way, do do I look like Google Maps? (laughs) So I, thanks, you know, I'll I'll see you around. And I waved, and she saw my arm. And uh, she approached me and said, sweetheart, who did that? Oh, uh, uh... Two, two, two bottles of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, you did that on two bottles of wine? Like, yeah. So she wanted to see what I could do off the wine. 
And um, <laughs> yeah, that's how I was introduced to the shop. And I was working here for only about six months, I guess. And then uh, yeah, one thing led to another. She had to move. I took over the shop, got a business license, a name. and uh, I met you like that yeah. day, basically. Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. yeah. I came in and met Falcon. And it was like the day... Like it was still, it was her last day, maybe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Salim yeah. liked you off the bat, though. Yeah, good. Yeah. Was that when you got your tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, that okay. was the day. Yeah. I, I said something about you having a dream job, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Have you ever thought about tattooing?" But I, of course, was like, four months, six months, I don't know, pregnant. I was too pregnant. But I came, and you gave me a chance, and I got to like dip my toe, and now I'm like stick and poke tattooing. Mm-hmm. I'm really. That's nervous. fantastic. When I saw uh, the tattoo design that you had chosen, like I, it was a piece that I knew I was going to love doing. I loved the art. And then I asked you, who, you know, who, who came up with the drawing, and you told me you did it. It's like, whoa, yeah, yeah. right on. So that just made it even more fun. But you said you started out like casually tattooing friends. Did you have a gun at home? Like, How did that work? Did you just hang around tattoo shops? I had a, a summer job at a tattoo shop in Ottawa for oh, about three or four months. And I was introduced just watching them work, just shadowing them. So that was my introduction to it. Okay. And then I did, you know, what so many people do, and I'm not advertising this. I don't think yeah. people should do it. You know, I went online, I got the, the cheap kit, and I started playing with that. But, yeah, no, once I, I did my first tattoo, I realized, no, no, I've got a lot more studying to do. So I actually spent a good year and a half studying and practicing on grapefruit, melons, oranges, everything before I actually touched skin again. Okay. I was going to ask, what, what, what's the weirdest thing you've tattooed? Um, <laughs> like, object, I mean. Oh, object. Oh, okay. It's an, uh, it's an easy answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the strangest object was probably a pig's head. Oh, Whoa. yeah. So, I have a pig's head. Yeah. Big Let's tattoo right in the middle of the forehead because it was the best part of the skin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. A lot of people work with the pig skin, but I. I really don't. It's greasy. It's oily. It, it smells. Nice. Did it have like a, a piece of fruit in its mouth? No, I should have taken a picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have tattooed like a pork chop on its forehead. That would be totally. Nice. I like how you're interviewing us now. Falcon's <laughs> holding the recorder. It just makes more sense. I love that you have these little. Handcuffs here. They're so awesome. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's my couple's tattoo, the handcuffs. I really like it. So Falcon has handcuffs tattooed on his wrist. One's open, though. Yeah. yeah. And so your partner has uh, handcuffs as well? Yep. I was thinking that last night, Greg and I getting, like, ball and chain or something. Yeah. The other one here on my on my hand <laughs> is uh, a spider tattoo, and it's not because, so ooh, I'm a big, like, tough guy. Too. 3D, I mean. Yeah, that's actually it's my it's my therapy spider. I'm terrified of spiders. Oh, yeah. cool! I had trauma. Like I wasn't born afraid of spiders, and it was in my mid twenties actually. And um, it what was happened? so bad that I couldn't touch pictures of spiders. What wow. happened? What was the spider um, trauma? We bought this property in Lanark, and there was yeah. a cabin on it that was about 150 years old, and it had been retrofitted with plumbing. But uh, they just dug out three feet or so under the actual house itself. Uh-huh. Like a crawl space. Yeah. Area, yeah. So I go down there, and I'm down there for hours, and I'm doing all the plumbing. And there were 13 bursts in the pipes, but I fixed oh them all. God. And I flick the switch, turn the water on, check for leaks. And I do that victory thing where you hold your head back, and you just say yes. And it was oh. when I held my head back, and I looked up. 
Uh, were, the ceiling was covered in hundreds of these black and purple spiders. Oh, my God. And I wasn't too scared. Like, this was before the actual trauma that happened five seconds later. <laughs> I tried to stand up to get out. I hit my head on one of the support beams, oh, no. and they all fell down <gasps> on me and started biting me. No! So, Yeah, I was I was crawling on my hands and feet. There were some dead things in there, bird skeletons and stuff, and I'm crawling right through it just trying to get out of there half blind. Oh, it was awful. And there's that? spiders all over you. Yeah. Fucking biting you. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Wow. Ugh. But the tattoo's nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I really like that it's like has yeah. a shadow under it. So is that yeah. the actual type of spider? Like does that look like the spider that It looks like the spider that uh the spiders that did go after me, oh. only it's missing that yellow and purple. But as I was doing it, I was terrified. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking this is either going to be the best thing for my phobia or it's going to be the worst mistake of my life. Yeah, it's going to fuck you up. I'm driving home the next day and my hand's on the steering wheel and I just see it out of the corner of my eye and I actually jumped out of my seat. Oh, ah! So is it helping though? It is helping. I can touch pictures of spiders now yeah. and uh, I'm still scared of them, but they're not like, ah, spider! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite tattoo on your body that you have and why? Uh, a favorite tattoo that I have, maybe the Tank Girl tattoos that I have oh, on my yeah. legs. These were my some of my practice tattoos. Yeah. I've you know I grew up in the '90s and Tank Girl was one of the greatest things in the world for me. Tank Girl is the greatest thing. Yeah. When I was in Vancouver, actually a couple of weeks ago, I get to, I got to meet Rachel, the director of Tank Girl. She was working on the Sabrina show. I didn't know that, so. I showed her my tattoos, and she just started laughing. Oh my god, that's amazing! Nobody remembers Tank Girl. Like, no, how can nobody we were remember just Tank, Girl? About Tank Girl? Yeah, Sarah was talking I mean, about dressing up as yeah, Tank Girl. Might be Tank Girl for Halloween. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pull off the Lori Petty. So, Falcon made all these crazy, scary movie set things. What do they call? What do you call them? Uh, so there's a xenomorph alien from the movie series Alien uh, bursting out of the wall. These are all full-size. There's a full-size Terminator T-800 Model 101 endoskeleton standing in the window. Uh, in What's the, it made out of? That's just made out of PLA plastic. A lot of it was 3D printed. And cool, in the back, oh, I have to show you in the back, I've got my uh, Iron Man suit of armor. I saw uh, it on the internet. Oh my god, yeah. cool. Last weekend was the Pumpkin Festival here in Carlton Place, yeah. so I had to dress up like Iron Man, and I didn't know there was actually a group of children that came from the hospital, and uh, it was heartbreaking but heartwarming at the same time. One of the kids comes up to me, and they're taking pictures, and the mother says, oh, he's here, and I kept listening, and I found out he was undergoing chemotherapy yesterday. Oh, wow. And he was at the hospital, and apparently there was somebody dressed like Iron Man there, but they couldn't find him. So they were so happy they got to see Iron Man, and it's yeah. just fantastic. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. So are you still working in film? On and off, yeah. I think maybe in the next five, six years, I don't know, I might do the film full-time again and tattoo part-time. Mm. That was the original plan. You know, one thing led to another, and now I'm working tattooing full-time and film part-time. Yeah. So what's the worst tattoo you've ever been asked to do? Oh, uh, people come up all the time with these designs that they find on Pinterest, mm-hmm. and then they think to themselves, oh, I want to incorporate this, and I want to incorporate that, but they right. never really picture it in their head. Okay. <laughs> so once you get it on paper and you see the final design, it never it never turns out the way you imagine it will. Right. So this woman came up, and she wanted a four-leaf clover with her cat's silhouettes 
in the the leaves and the tails coming into a Celtic knot at the end <laughs> and just so many different styles all incorporated into the this this one piece so the Celtic knot a hyper realistic clover leaf with yeah. uh, with shadow and everything yeah. and then this super super simple cat silhouette in each of the petals and I was like whoa That's uh, yeah dizzy. did yeah. I did manage to kind of balance it out a little bit I'm still she loves it I'm glad she likes it it's exactly what she wanted but it's one of those ones that just haunts me because I, I hated the actual finished design. Right. Yeah. 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 But she likes it. Mm-hmm. All that matters. <laughs> I guess. Oh. Uh, you asked me earlier um, about strange things that I tattooed. Yeah. That I, I misunderstood, and I thought you were talking about strange things that I had actually tattooed on people. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I, I got to get this one out here. There was this one guy that came in, and he was a professional swimmer. Okay. And he's a joker, and he's like, I want to pull the ultimate joke. So I want, I want, uh, where's Waldo crawling out of my butt crack? Uh. When I come out of the water and my pants are falling down, everybody finds Waldo. So that, that happened. That's a great tattoo. I like it. So is Waldo like hanging on to the butt cheek, like hauling himself out? Yeah, he's holding on with one arm. One leg is kind of out of the crack and he's got this panicked look on his face. Like he's falling into his butt crack. Yeah, trying oh. desperately to, to get out. <laughs> That's horrible and hilarious. Do you ever have, like, I know working in Carlton Place, Lanark, there's, you know, hardcore type folks, and we do have a lot of, like, racism and sexism and homophobia around here. Unfortunately, do you ever get asked to do tattoos like that that you have to turn away that are kind of hateful? Yeah, I have once. This guy wanted uh, he wanted your you know classic swastika, but hidden in a Celtic knot. And I just no, I don't do that here. Um, but that brings up uh, another interesting point: is even when I'm doing a tattoo that I'm enjoying, or I think it's going to be a great tattoo, and then they start talking, and I realize just how much of a shithead this person really is. Oh, yeah. Either racism, sexism, or just an overall terrible person. Or uh, a few weeks ago, I was performing a tattoo on a gentleman, and I saw his right arm, and he had a swastika tattooed on his right arm. And every part of me just wanted to put the gun down, but I had, you know, I'm halfway through, I have to finish, and I can't just, like, get it done to get it done. I had to finish it and make it good. And there was something about that that actually, like, hurt me to put yeah. something beautiful on this guy that I completely disagree with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had I noticed uh, that before performing the tattoo or even booking him in, I probably would have told him, like, these are not the type of clients that we take here. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Yeah, like, what do you do? You know, do you finish the tattoo because it's a piece of art that you're creating and you don't want to let it go out into the world half done? Or do you, like, okay, get the fuck out? Or I don't know, man. Crazy. Yeah. There was one more, and this one was actually interesting and turned out to be something really cool. This guy wanted a Confederate flag with Confederate soldiers... And I'm thinking to myself, do, do I really want to do that? Yeah. So I'm designing it up, and I'm learning more about him, and he's really just a big, huge history buff. Right. And he tells me, what about making them into, like, dead soldiers, like zombies? Like zombies? I knew you were going to yeah. say that. <laughs> so we did that, and the Confederate flag was all burnt and rotten and decrepit. So right. that It actually, wasn't, like, pride. It was just, like, this is yeah. the losing team. Yeah, well, he goes down there, like, every year to watch the reenactments. No, oh, he's right. he's a great guy in, in person, yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, those first designs, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them on paper. I'm like, whoa, do I want this to come out of my shop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the, the zombie rotten, decrepit everything and the flag. and No, it turned out great. When I was here working with you, there was this lovely young man. I don't know if you remember. He was probably like 19 fresh as a daisy and he came and he spoke gaelic he fucking spoke fluent gaelic i remember that guy yeah, yeah. and he got a tattoo for his grandma in gaelic and he was so qu- he didn't tell us he spoke like I, we pried it out of him he wasn't like um showy and he was really yeah. cute and he was like i'm getting this tattoo for my nana and then it came out she he's the only one she could speak gaelic to Aww. and then he started i was like say this in gaelic say this in gaelic yeah, he signed the chair, and he put something in Gaelic on yeah, the chair. He was one of the first signatures. Yeah. I was here when your chair arrived. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the chair. No, it's one of the chairs. I know. I don't think I told you the reason it's a white chair. So I ordered a black chair. The same day that my chair was delivered, uh, there was a new dentist in town that ordered the same chair, but his was white. He got my black chair. I got no. his white chair. I found out six months later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So the dentist has my beautiful black chair. Now I have this big white one that's covered in signatures. Yeah, that's cool. The signatures are cool. We'll take a picture of the signature chair. Awesome. Which tattoo that you've given has really stuck with you? Like been the most memorable or most touching? Anything that has to do with family that people get like personal tattoos Mm -hmm. really do. And there's this one guy and um, I love the tattoo. I love the design. I love the reason why. Um, so he wanted a Celtic cross with his mother's name, date of birth, and her date of death. Okay. So we did the tattoo, beautiful tattoo, take some pictures. And he's actually, he's a good friend of mine, too. And he pays up and he leaves. 20 minutes later, I get a text from him. Hey, bud, we've got a problem. So he sends me a screenshot of what his sister sent him after he sent her the photo. Good job, doofus. Beautiful tattoo. Mom died in 2012, not 2013. Oh! <laughs> so this was actually a design that we had been working on for two weeks. And I always ask, you know, is the spelling correct if it's a language that I'm not familiar with? Mm-hmm. Are the dates right and everything? I remember you being really specific about um, Roman numerals. Yeah, People yeah. People get them wrong all the time. Yeah. Go on. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, we converted the three into a two. You'd never know. But one of the things that I really love about it is he was laughing the whole time because his grandmother hated tattoos. Right. And he was actually considering not covering it, but just crossing out the three and putting a two down. Yeah. Because his his grandmother would have been like, see, this is what you get. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was that one. And that was, uh, that's a memorable one. But yeah. I guess he's a close friend of mine as well. So it's a little bit more memorable that way. Right, right. Yeah. But no, I didn't get the date wrong because, you know, I got the date wrong. Everybody got the date wrong here. In your experience with watching other people or like tattooing other people, what is one of the most painful places to get tattooed? Um, Shit. Top of the foot. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Top of the foot. uh, The only place that beats that is the skull. Anywhere on the skull except above or behind the ear. Yeah, behind the ear doesn't hurt at all. But um, skull tattoos are really, really rough, and I'll vouch for that. The ones on my neck go up to my skull just a little bit. So skull, top of the feet, 
top of the hand, and then behind the knees, the armpit. Right. Uh, there's a place on the arm that we call the ditch. The what? The ditch. It's the yeah. inside of your elbow. Okay. And that's a pretty rough spot, too. That's what I've heard. I was just reading yeah. about that last night. But everybody's different. A good example, last week, last Tuesday, I had two people come in for tattoos. Mm-hmm. One guy is your, your classic, big, rough, tough biker guy, and yeah. he was getting some script work on his shoulder blade. Yeah. And the second tattoo was a younger woman in her late teens, and she was getting her horse's hoof print on her shoulder. Same shoulder, left shoulder, same placement, about the same size. And this was her first tattoo. So the guy, I'm tattooing each word. He's like, oh, ah, oh, we almost done that word. Let's take a breather. And the young girl comes in for her piece. And she sat through it like it was nothing. Uh Mild cat scratches. So everybody's different. Do you have any, is there anything people can do to mitigate the pain? Can people take an ibuprofen ahead of time, for instance? I wouldn't recommend any blood thinners. Yeah. Like, so don't get super drunk before. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. If you're going to drink for a tattoo, drink during the tattoo. hey Yeah, the effects of the alcohol aren't going to happen I'll that quickly. I'll drive for you. There's a numbing cream, Emla is a good one, different agents like that that can be used. However, when the numbing cream wears off, it can potentially make the pain worse had you not used it in the first place. So they're good for smaller pieces, 45 minutes. Because your endorphins haven't kicked in, or why? I'm not exactly sure. It's not too... It's not really chemical in the brain. It's not like, oh, now I can feel everything. It actually makes the pain worse than it would be had you not used it. Huh. Um, Hmm. So it's good for the shorter pieces, 45 minutes, maybe up to an hour, things like that. Oh, I see. So while you're tattooing, if you're still tattooing and it wears off, it's exactly. like extra hurty. Yeah. Oh. Huh. huh. Well, that's just, probably, I would Just get an epidural. I'll just give you a spinal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever given someone an epidural to get a tattoo? No. Do you have an anesthesiologist on staff? No. That's uh, surprising. Well, yeah. You know, the government works for us and we've got <laughs> hospitals and ambulance. So I guess I always have people on staff. Yeah. That. Yeah. They're your staff. Oh my god, wow. Look How do we get so them in here? <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest spot on the body? What's some of the weirdest body parts you've tattooed? Any well, penises? I That's actually have one guy, and he's debating whether he's going to do Pinocchio or an elephant, but <laughs> that is going to happen. Um, oh. yeah, I mentioned Waldo. Yeah. Stranger than that, though, I tattooed a Care Bearer on a gentleman's uh, right butt cheek a care bear on his butt cheek was he a big tough dude he was a big tough dude he got grumpy bear he lost a bet oh <laughs> and, and he actually he went through with the tattoo which i i thought was pretty amazing have you ever tattooed inside someone's lip i've had people consider it but i yeah. haven't actually had any clients come in for a lip tattoo yet i've just always wondered about that the have healing you, is really fast but on your, yeah, I yeah would imagine. you gotta take really good care of it i mean the mouth is a cesspool <laughs> the mouth is a cesspool this is a big one. What do you love about tattooing? Why do you tattoo? Oh, and this gets into a couple different types of tattoos. Uh, first, I like making people really happy. I think that's why I got into to teaching in Japan. Um, but I like seeing people smile. I like seeing people really happy. And, um, you know, putting something that means something to them on their body that they can keep with them forever. That's That's, you know, people walk out of here with flash art tattoos all the time, and they smile. It's like, oh, I love the job. But when you do a piece that they love, 
that means something to them. And that smile, yeah, that's totally different. And the same goes for cover-ups. I love doing cover-ups. Because You're you get very to take... good at cover-ups. I just like to say Falcon's very good at cover-ups. So if you need a cover-up, tattoo machine. Thank you. To take something awful, something that they hate, that they didn't want, or something that hasn't aged properly, or something that was just done poorly in the first place, right. and turn it into something that they love, mm-hmm. seeing that is fantastic. Any kind of um, cosmetic tattoos, so women who have lost parts of their breast or their nipple due to breast surgery, something like that, when they can feel like they're 100% a woman again and the smile on their faces, you know, it it brings me to tears. So yeah, yeah. different tattoos totally have different ways of making me feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a pleaser. I'm definitely a a pleaser. (laughs) What a giver. Do you have any plugs? Is the shop on social media or where can people find you yeah the shop has facebook um that's probably my most invaluable source of dealing with clients yeah people should facebook messenger you eh? is a good yeah. one is it just facebook.com slash tattoo machine or the yeah tattoo the machine? tattoo machine okay yeah uh well, can you should media? spell your name for everyone oh my full classic. name or just the normal name <laughs> just the, i don't know what? Just well, go. What's your name anyway? What's your name? <laughs> so my full name is actually Norman Falcon Salvatore Dimitri Newton Soper. Yeah, wow. don't spell all that. <laughs> but I, I go by Falcon or Falcon Newton. Okay. So that's uh, F-A-L-K-E-N and N-E-W-T-O-N. And doesn't your sister have a crazy name too? Like a bunch of names? Yeah, Lisa Lata, uh, Bridget Ishtara Newton Soper. Wow. Yeah, and I... I, I don't even know if I can spell her first name properly. Uh, <laughs> how come you guys have such crazy names? Uh, my Tell mother. Her crazy yeah. name. My mother was a flower child. Oh. Yeah. So. oh, mine wasn't. I'm just Sarah. She's Melody Starkweather. Good one, eh? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Patchy and Falcon for being on our show and for being such great guys and such great artists and tattooists. Yes. And sharing their knowledge with us. Thank you so, so much. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. Most of all, thank you, our listeners. Mel, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Before we go, Sarah, since uh-huh. this is coming out the day after Halloween. Ooh. Oh, that's a spooky that sound, a spooky baby. Sound. Right, that baby ghost is in the studio again, just in time for Halloween. Ooh. Spooky. Stu- spooky. Spooky. Spooky studio. Nope. Studio. <laughs> <laughs> Our studio hunt. I like it. Yes. So anyway. Yeah. In the spirit of Halloween, yeah. Sarah, do you have a favorite yeah. Halloween jam to get your Halloween groove onto? Okay, Halloween jam. I really, oh my god, I really like basically anything from, damn it, Janet, what am I thinking of? Rocky Horror Picture Show? Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh my god, you're a girl after my very own heart. <gasps> we I'm... should, let's watch it. Okay. Cool. Do you think we could rec- do you know all the words to the sweet transvestite cuz I sure do. I don't think I do. Let's try. 
How do do I? See you've met mine. Faithful handyman. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. Hit it! Cool. There's more, and I could keep going, but I will spare the listeners. You're amazing. I'm Thanks. really impressed. I remember super in a, like at a super inappropriate age, mm-hmm. playing Rocky Horror Picture Show really loud over my parents' stereo and jumping around the couch singing "Touch a Touch a Touch Me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Yeah, I remember watching that at a, a tender age where I was like, I'm confused and excited. <laughs> I have yeah. weird feelings. Yeah. It still makes me have weird feelings. So Like great. the scene where they're all in the pool and their tattoos are like washing off ah. in the pool and they're like all in like sparkly lingerie writhing all over each other. That's pretty like uh, sexy. Ooh, pretty sexy. Pretty sexy stuff. I like how, um, oh, what's his name? The gold guy. The guy. The Frankenstein monster. Frankenfurter? Oh, oh. Rocky. Rocky, of course. That's why I'm obsessed with the name Rocky. Makes oh, sense. Rocky Horror Picture Show. And you doing. love strong, handsome, blonde men. Oh, my God. That's where it all began. Wow. 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 I also love Tim Curry. He's so great. And Susan Sarandon is my favorite. She's such like, a ever. sassy lady. Like, she's, and she's so hot. Like, how old is she now? Fuck. Not to sound ageist, but I believe she's like in her 60s. And she. I think she's older than her 60s. She is one hot think? mama. Like, she is I gotta a hot channel her mama. as I age. And you know what I think her Let's secret is? Like, not giving a shit. I don't think she's had plastic surgery or anything. She doesn't give a she, fuck. I bet she does it a lot. I happen to know that she's with a very much younger man and loves it and doesn't give a shit. I read it in like a Vanity Fair wow, at I my mom's her. house. All hail Susan Sarandon. Let's make her like our goddess. Okay. Susan Sarandon. Let's hang a picture of her in the studio. Okay. And of Tim Curry as Rocky. Okay. They're like, our, oh, no. They're like our goddesses. As, as, as Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. Right. Yes. Duh. Duh. Doi. Doi. Cool. I wanted to mention, there's a lot of Halloween music I really like, but what I would like to remind our listeners, if they listen to Comedy Bang Bang, or if they don't, the podcast with Scott Ackerman. Every year at Halloween, he does a Halloween episode with like crazy characters, and they sing the monster fuck every year. And they it, do the fuck. They do the monster fuck. It was a fuck. It was a graveyard fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, and you'll pee your pants laughing, so you should all listen to that if you're interested in laughing your face off. Yeah, and if you're not, then you're a total square. Yeah, don't be a square. L seven, don't be a square man. Yeah. Uh. Well, where can we find you, Sarah? You can find me on littlewrightcrew.art on Instagram and Facebook, Sarah Wright. And what will we find on Instagram, Sarah? 
I would like you to go onto my Instagram feed and check out the art slash tattoos I'm making. And if you want a tattoo, hit me up. Send me a P- PM me. Talk to the prime minister. Yeah. I mean, private message me or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, if the message comes to you via Justin Trudeau, I'll be super impressed. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll give you a free Teach Me Tiger hat if you can make that happen. (laughs) Yeah, and a hat. Free (laughs) Teach Me Tiger hat. Yeah, but I'm doing the art of stick and poke hand poke tattoos now. And um, you can tell me like some ideas that you want or you can look at my drawings, which will be my flash. Flash Gordon. Cool. Flash lightning. Cool. Flash, flash. Flash me your boobs. And I'll give you a free tattoo. No, I won't. Maybe I will. How? Where can we find you, Melody? <laughs> you can find me at melodystarkweather.ca. I'm not doing tattoos. I Yet. do portraits. But yeah, Sarah says she'll teach me and she'll let me tattoo on her. So you stay can tuned. do portraits. You can specialize in portrait tattoos. I could. We'll we'll work out the details later. <laughs> um, and you can find the show on Instagram, on Facebook, on our own website. It's teachmetigerpodcast.ca. And you can stream it, if you're not right now, from our website. People keep asking me still all the time, like, do I have to have iTunes? Do I have to? No, I don't know how to have iTunes. I don't have that shit. When I listen to us, <laughs> I go on our website and I just stream it right from yeah. the website. Just go to listen and pick an episode and you can also um you can download episodes to your phone or whatever for like driving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know all the things or love making whatever yeah listen yeah. to our sweet voices while you're making sweet love please do that with your partner or yourself and send whatever. us videos yeah <laughs> cool of you listening to our voices while you do it <laughs> <laughs> and um, and at patreon yes so patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast Instagram.com slash teach me tiger podcast, Facebook.com slash teach me tiger podcast, teach me tiger podcast.ca. It's a real slasher Halloween pick, eh? It's very spooky. spooky. And tune in next time. Happy 19th birthday, you two. It's so nice. We're having our 19th birthday party. The it's podcast a is legal to drink. And boy, did we ever. Did we ever. I maybe barfed. When Sarah I got home. maybe burped, <laughs> just like when we were 19 years old, but we're 19 episodes old, so it's pretty great. And anything else? No. And remember, it's a, it's jungle, a jungle out, out there. there. <sighs>